Off the ball. If there was an Ireland job in the future, so I don't know, I think Brendan Rodgers as a future Ireland's manager, I, I could get behind Subscribe this. Subscribe now to the OTB Football Podcast stream wherever you get your podcasts and download the OTB Sports app. The Football Daily on Off the Ball. Hello and welcome to Wednesday's Football Daily. I'm Phil Egan. We'll start with news from the Ireland camp. Vera Powell's squad will play Zambia at Tallah Stadium tomorrow night in the first of three warm-up games for the World Cup in Australia and New Zealand. France then come to Dublin on the 6th of July. The final squad of 23 players will be named by then. A week before the tournament, there's a behind-closed-doors friendly against Colombia and Brisbane where the squad will be based. Amber Barrett, who scored the goal that secured a spot at the World Cup, says preparation's been spot-on for this summer's tournament. We got a camp in November, which wasn't originally planned, and Vera went out of her way to get that for us because she knew that that would have, been, that would have taken the cobwebs off us because obviously you had the high of Hamden and you know we went and played Morocco. and Not that we didn't play as well, but I think you could still see that there was the... The Tharagy was still kind of hanging over us and probably the hangover of Hamden as well was probably still there. But, you know, thankfully then we've had two great camps since in uh, in February and, and in April as well in the States. So I think the build-up's been really, really good. The Donegal native recently sealed a move to Standard Liège in Belgium after a frustrating season with Potsdam in Germany, which ended with relegation. Just needed to get out of Turbina. Um, very, very big big club with big history in, in, uh, in Germany, one of the best women's teams. But I think there's... Things have just moved a wee bit faster than they have and I think, you know, I have a lot of respect for a lot of the people there because they want the best for the club. Um, I hope that, you know, when the since have gone down they'll go back up again next year, but I needed to get out. Like I just I don't think it was it was fair some of the things that happened with this year and of course coming into a World Cup, not getting the minute is it's really, really difficult, you know, and I think, you know, even things like that there you know not even being able to kind of work with me in, in those regards was a wee bit difficult but to be honest with you you know Liège were on to me at Christmas and I said no I'm going to hold it out because you know I still I still believe that we could have could have got something out of the league but um, just to feel wanted and valued again in a team and it's just something you want and at the end of the day I don't care what league I'm in I need to be playing it's, it's no good playing in a top league and sitting on the bench every week in a team that's losing so I think I think I have uh, I'm, I've, I'm more self-value in that there so to be honest with you I'm absolutely delighted to be, to be making the move Ireland goalkeeper Courtney Brosnan says it was a proud moment for her and her family to be named the FAI Senior Women's Player of the Year Brosnan played a key role in the women's team qualifying for a first ever major tournament and the number one spot was still up for grabs at the start of the campaign but the Everton keeper justified Vera Pau's faith in her with a string of impressive displays. She saved a penalty from Caroline Weir in the playoff win over Scotland. Really, really proud moment for me and for my family and just I'm really grateful to be a part of this group and to be able to put on this shirt so it's unbelievable for me. It's kind of hard to describe how much it means to me. I think it was a great season for me personally and for the team obviously a bit up and down but I think it was great for me to get the minutes that I wanted to coming into this summer and I think training with Emily she's a great goalkeeper and I think that's been pushing me as well to be on the top of my game whether I was playing or whether I wasn't so I was happy to get some minutes and obviously we did pretty well in the league as well so I think it was great prep for the summer for sure. Vera Powell will hold a press conference later, so we should get more of an indication of what kind of starting eleven she'll go with. We know the US base players are unavailable, but Captain Katie McCabe's been training with the squad since Monday when the initial provisional squad was named. Powell said McCabe wouldn't feature against Zambia, but that could change. From one Ireland boss to another, and Stephen Kenny has launched a passionate defence of his record in charge of the Irish team. 
After Monday's 3-0 win over Gibraltar at the Aviva Stadium, Kenny did his media huddle for the written press. The quotes didn't surface until late last night and they're in all of today's papers. Kenny talked about his setbacks in management, how it helped him build a resilience and a determination. He pointed out why he got the Ireland job in the first place was by reaching 16 Cup Finals, which includes eight FAI Cup Finals and two Scottish Cup Finals. He has six League Cups, five League titles. He referenced the European campaigns with Dundalk and reaching the group stage of the Europa League. He said the reason he did that was because he believes you can achieve extraordinary things. He said he made brave decisions and good decisions in the best interests of Irish football. And he has brought in 18 players through the system over the last three years. All in all, it was about a five-minute monologue and said all the quotes are in today's papers. One of the players that came through under Stephen Kenny, Nathan Collins, was named Men's Senior Player of the Year at the FAI International Awards last night. Another one of those, Dara O'Shea, could be on his way back to the Premier League with Burnley interested in the 24-year-old West Brom defender. The FAI says it fully supports the decision of the Ireland under-21 players to abandon Monday's friendly with the Kuwait Olympic team. It was reported an Irish player was racially abused towards the end of the match, which Jim Crawford's side were leading 3-0 in. Kuwait's FA claims the game was called off due to its physical nature. However, the FAI have reaffirmed they'll be pursuing the case with both FIFA and UEFA. Chelsea signed a lot of players in the last two transfer windows, but at the moment it looks like the focus is on selling players. Christopher Nkunku was brought in from RB Leipzig, but today it's about players leaving. Chelsea have confirmed N'Golo Conte has joined Saudi Arabian champions Al-Idihad. The France international was out of contract this summer. He's 32. He only played nine times last season. Hakim Ziyech, Edward Mendy and Kalidou Koulibaly all look set to follow Conte to the Saudi league. Manchester City have agreed a fee for Mateo Kovacic, while Kai Havertz is edging closer to a move to Arsenal. Saudi Arabia's public investment fund, which owns Newcastle, confirmed it was taking over the four leading clubs in Saudi Arabia, including Al Nasser, who signed Cristiano Ronaldo in December. There is a lot of uncertainty over whether PIF holds a stake in Chelsea's owners, the private equity firm Clearlay Capital, although club sources have rejected suggestions of any direct involvement. Mentioned yesterday, Shamrock Rovers will play the winners of a preliminary final in the first qualifying round of the Champions League next month. If Rovers can come through that tie, they'll face FC Copenhagen in the second qualifying round. The draw for the Conference League qualifiers was made yesterday, but that was after I recorded the podcast. So we now know Dundalk will play Bruno's Magpies from Gibraltar. Derry City were paired with HB Torshavn from the Faroes. And St. Pat's will take on F91 Diddleenge from Luxembourg. The latest round of Euro 2024 qualifiers finished up last night, although it was after 11 o'clock by the time the last game finished up due to heavy rain in Glasgow. Scotland had to deal with a 90-minute rain delay, but they won 2-0 against Georgia at Hampden Park to make it four wins from four in Group A. The game was stopped shortly after Callum McGregor had opened the scoring. That was after a torrential downpour in Glasgow and it didn't look like the wisest decision for the game to start, but they cleared the pitch. Scott McTominay added a second for the host when play resumed. Manager Steve Clark says his players deserve great credit. We dealt with mentally, I think. The, the players were great. In and out, in and out, in and out. Warm up, wait, warm up, wait. Because eventually we've, we've come out with a, another massive three points and... For me, the best part is our players did the job. That's where last night Cristiano Ronaldo scored late to give Portugal a 1-0 win away to Iceland in Group J. It was a record-breaking night for Ronaldo. He became the first male player to reach 200 international appearances. 
and that was his 123rd international goal. And the result in the same group saw Luxembourg win 2-0 away to Bosnia, but the result of the night came in Group E. Moldova came from 2-0 down at half-time to win 3-2 at home to Poland. A survey in the UK has found around two-thirds of fans oppose video referees in football. Almost 10,000 supporters were polled about VAR. Only 1 in 20 who had experienced it being used in stadiums were happy with it. And it's in stark contrast to 2017 before VAR came in when three quarters of matchgoers said they wanted it introduced. Tony Crowes has signed a contract extension at Real Madrid. He'll stay at the club until next summer. And it looks like Rafa Benitez will become the new Celta Vigo manager. The Spaniard had the option to manage in Saudi Arabia, but he's chosen to return home. It'll be his first job since he left Everton in January 2022. That's it for today's Football Daily. As always, you can subscribe to the OTB Football Podcast feed to hear the best football analysis, interviews and stories from Off The Ball. The Football Daily on Off The Ball.